All right, we are back to Two TV Sports. It's the Tosh and Jerry podcast. Back again today, Jerry. It's our favorite time of the year. Coming up, we've got March Madness. We've got the Masters. We've got the NBA stretch run. Let's go. It's go time. I was at that Warrior game last night. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into all things NBA, maybe even a little baseball. But, Jerry, it's good talking to you today. You as well, man. Uh, yeah, we're getting to the, uh, the buildup of our, my favorite time of the year when uh, baseball is supposed to be coming back. March Madness tournament ramping up. And, of course, the Masters tournament, my favorite of the year. Um, but I did want to start with here with you. You were at the Warriors game against the Mavericks yesterday. The Dubs were up 20 points and then blew it to the Luka Doncic, who, who what was it? it was I think it was 10 points in the first half, not seven. Um, he was three for 10, really cold, and then turned it on. Luka went Luka last night, and you got to witness that. So tell me about that. Yeah, so I was I was sitting courtside at the Google Suites, Jerry down low my company it was an insane experience eating sushi and lobster down in the suite um but yeah that was insane but more to the game uh yeah i mean it the warriors were it looked like your classic like warriors just cruise to a 30 point like win like you yeah. know uh they're on cruise control yeah but then like god right you know right as right as we were talking about when are the mavericks gonna pull their starters they go on a run and they're you can just feel the energy Dude, it was it was tank. like 91 to 72 and then it was 94 to 91 like <laughs> the Dubs yeah. just didn't score for like a good five minute stretch yeah and that this, see okay so with the dubs it's, the thing is it's like Everyone's kind of panicking about this game. I mean, we didn't have Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, or Andre Iguodala. That's yep. you know three of our top probably seven or eight players, um, and two of our top three. So I'm not panicking at all. But the thing about this team is that my biggest worry, and I think that they're going to go to the finals. But my biggest worry is that they don't have enough. Uh, they don't. They just don't have enough scoring besides Steph. Because um, true. So I yeah. also like that. I'd like them to go to the finals, but what worries me is this Draymond injury. It seems to be lingering. Like I know they're not rushing him back or taking his time, but like if it's a back thing, that's pretty unpredictable. So, and it's not like, I mean, what do you got happened, about Draymond? Well, yeah. What ha- I mean, I, so my whole take the whole time is they're really slow playing this. Okay. And what Draymond said in his, like when he has done his press conferences and stuff is just because he isn't playing doesn't mean he can't play. That's what he keeps saying, and, and okay. it is a it it's a back issue. But it, his back has never hurt. It's more that his back in his calf. There's like some sort of nerve that goes down there. Okay, and that that's what's not messed good. up. So he's having <laughs> he's having calf issues. He's not even having back issues though. Okay, all that's still not good. And, and like, okay, let's say that he could play through it if it was the playoffs. It still, it still doesn't inspire confidence in me. Like, I know he's been there for years, and, like, him and Steph and Clay can play together yeah. whenever. But, like, you want to be, like, in a rhythm going into the playoffs. You don't want to be limping I, in. I agree. You need a healthy Draymond, and I think that's what they're doing. I think they're resting him. I mean, I yeah. think he could play if they wanted, but they're trying to get a resting Draymond, figure out, make sure this issue is completely fixed. They're saying he's going to be back mid-March, so two to three weeks. He. He was doing that would give you enough o. time to, to ramp up a little bit. It'll give you a week or two for yeah, the playoffs. 
couple weeks. That, that, yeah, a few weeks, like 10 games. That would be perfect. Yeah. You know, he doesn't need more than 10 games. Get 10 games with everyone playing together. Get the first round, play some cupcake first round team. And and then you get into second and third round. Everyone's ready to go, well rested. Um, that even the thing is though, even with Draymond, I, I have got no worries about this Warriors defense. I think the Warriors okay. defense is like is is the best in the NBA when you've got Draymond. I don't like. I think that's going to be great. I, it's just, are they going to have enough offense? If, if, you know, you've got Steph and Clay, Clay like coming off of being out of the NBA for two years. The third best offensive option is probably Andrew Wiggins, and and I worry about that. So that's my biggest concern with the Warriors. So I'm glad you bring that up, and I think the top three teams in the West are concerning. I want to stick first with the top three teams in the West, and then I'm going to bounce to the East because no NBA champion has won if they were below a three seed, which is fascinating going into this season where it seems like everyone's more jumbled up than they've been. So in the West, you have the Suns, with a six-game lead over your dubs and, and third, by a good margin, the Grizzlies, they are three and a half games on the Jazz with, like, let's say 20 to play, a little more than 20 to play. The Suns, CP3, not healthy, hurt his hand out six to eight weeks. I also didn't like them before, which is, I mean, maybe I'm zagging when others are, you know, following the path, but like, I don't like the Suns going back-to-back finals appearances, despite them, you know, being consistent. Yeah, going I, hate, heater. I hate that. I hate yeah. that. So I'm I'm out of the Suns with a healthy CP3, and the fact that he's hurt going into the playoffs. I mean, I'm sure he can. He's going to come back, and like they'll be fine. They'll win a couple rounds, but I just don't like them advancing. The Dubs I like, but are concerning with the Draymond injury, the Clay injury, them not playing together, them blowing this 20 point lead is concerning at home. Even though I know you're missing three of the seven best players, and then third, the Grizzlies. Jaw's awesome. We know that. Like, gonna be an MVP candidate for years. Um, they have no battle scars though. Like every team that you've seen won the finals, like doesn't just come out of nowhere being like a seven or eight seed and and wins it the next year, like limps to the playoffs or doesn't make the playoffs and then wins it the next year. Like usually you got to take your lumps. Like we'll take Giannis, a bunch of second round exits. Uh, even the Dubs, like before they they couldn't get past the Spurs until they did. Like the Grizzlies haven't gone through their trials and tribulations, and so that that's why I'm still leaning with the Dubs here. And like I don't, I don't trust like the rest of the teams unless. Nuggets could get hot, but even then they're pretty substantially yeah. out of the top three seats. So I'm not really yeah. making on yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think it. You've. Got, I think it's the Warriors, and then I think right behind them is the Suns. It would. You know, I don't think the Suns are going to go to back to back finals. That just no. I just have a hard time seeing that happening. But they have played great this year when they've had everyone healthy. Um, some people are and saying like that. The Chris Paul getting injured now is like good because he'll be rested no, for the I playoffs. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I also, don't like that. And argument. I also said everyone's like, "Oh, he'll be back in six to eight weeks." They said he'd be reevaluated in six to eight weeks. Yeah, he hurt his. Yeah. Well, he hurt his right thumb. That is not a chill injury to have when you've got to be shooting but, and dribbling. But the I will say he played. He played last playoffs when he couldn't move his right arm. <laughs> I was listening to an interview with him and he's like, I couldn't shoot at all when I was out there. Yeah, and they so like, he's going to play. Yeah. <laughs> they lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's why, because he never stays healthy in the playoffs. So I- I'm out on the Suns. I-, I really like the Warriors chances to get to the finals. Yep. Um, I'm-, I'm not buying into the Lakers or Clippers at all. People who are saying that, you know, their stars. Yeah, no, are the Lakers crazy. are a dumpster yeah. fire. You see that game last night? 
brutal. Yeah, they're joke. I mean, I don't care. LeBron's going to quit on the team. So I, I really think it's lining up for the Warriors' sons. And I think, is you know, who knows with injuries and whatnot. Yeah. But I, th- I think that, those two. And then I think whoever wins that series is going to be probably really in for a tough test with whoever comes out of the East. So I'm glad you brought up the East, actually, because I was just about to hop over there. Uh, top three seeds in the East as it stands right now. Miami Heat with a one-game lead over the Chicago Bulls, followed up by the 76ers. Honorable mentions, we got Cavs, Bucks, and Celtics because they're all within two games of that three seed. So, I mean, still the top three seed to be decided as we go along. Um, I feel like the Heat are being high-key slept on. And that's – I feel like coming from me, you usually see me like, okay, a one seed, like they're going to go to the finals. I feel like nobody's talking about this Heat team. Well, the the problem with this Heat team is that is that in pretty much any series they play in the East, I mean, are they going to have the best player in that series? Probably not. Like, well, so let's I guess go down they the match list. with the Cavs, maybe. But I'd rather have KD. Obviously, I'd rather have. Yeah, uh, the, the Raptors. Is, they probably have the edge. Yeah, I mean, I'm the Raptors. Yeah, the Raptors are a joke, though. Um, the not a joke, but they're just not going to come out of the East. The Celtics, uh, the, I would argue, have a, a better best player, but I would argue that he'd have a better team than the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. But still, when you're in a series, you, like the Bucs, obviously Giannis, I'd rather have yep. them be than and Harden than anyone on the Heat. Like, yep. The Bulls Heat would – like the Heat have a lot of good depth. Um, their starting lineup's very well-rounded. But I just, I just have a hard time believing they're going to get to a finals with Jimmy Butler as their best player. Like this year, but what if I make the argument that Bam's their best player and Jimmy just thinks he's their best player? So I I would say the yeah. same about Bam. So if the Heat played if the if the if the Heat played the Nets, I would be favoring the Nets. I think people are sleeping on the Nets. Okay, well, so so I, I'm gonna say that we're gonna have a Kyrie for all seven games in that series. I'll say those minutes have been lifted by playoff time. Do we see Ben Simmons? He playing in those yeah, games, yeah, totally. Okay, and I think the thing about that people are sleeping about the Nets on is the fact that last year they took the Bucks, who I think the Bucks last year playing in the playoffs were probably better than any team this year. I would argue, yep, I would um, agree with that. And and the Nets should realistically should have beaten them, and that was basically without Kyrie Irving for four games, without James yeah. Harden, basically the entire series. And this year, they should have Kyrie back. Seth Curry, don't sleep on him. He's averaging 20 Dude, points yeah, per game. Yeah. And it's like, I think Patty Mills is also like, he's a good player. They've got Goran Dragic. And then they, they obviously have KD and Simmons. Like, it's funny because as bad as the Nets have been, and obviously they've been injured, everyone's still terrified of them. You de- like, nobody wants yeah. to match up with them. They, I mean, it's true. If you have Kevin Durant when he's healthy, it, I mean, yeah, so he, if he has a good supporting cast, but even without that, if, it's scary. If you're top seven, if you're playing seven guys in the playoffs and you've yeah. got Kyrie, Seth Curry, Patty Mills, Goran Dragic, KD, Ben Simmons, and then throw in a little like Nick Claxton, Andre Drummond at yep. LaMarcus Aldridge at, at the big position. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. very well rounded. Like that's around. a that's a nice nice that's an you know you've got incredibly you kind of gotta hope it's for the east that they get knocked out of that uh the play-in tournament <laughs> like you gotta be rooting for them to lose in that one one game playoff situation um yeah. unless they well, which although i think they're gonna sense that if you look at it 
they're within a game of of the seven seed. I think they might they might only have to win one at home. So, yeah, I mean I they're they're two they're two back of the Celtics, like or three back of the Celtics. So I mean when Katie gets back, like I could really see them taking off. Um, yeah. All right. But, so you want to do I the mean, uh, the media 76ers tour? Our thoughts on that because I feel like everybody's yeah. giving their Sixers yeah. take whether whether they're all in or they're not ready to buy in yet or you know where my you stand is with ob- them. Yeah, my take is obviously they got off to a great start. Everyone knew this was going to happen. Harden yeah. and Embiid were going to be great on offense together. They're going to buy in. They're going to beat up on some of these shitty teams. Get to the free yep. throw line a bunch. But then you know what my question is is when they have to play the Heat or when they have to play the Bucks and you've got you know, you've got Bam on Embiid, and you've got Jimmy uh, on Harden. Yeah, PJ yeah. Tucker, Jimmy, those guys on Harden. Like that offense isn't going to be as good, and are Harden and Embiid going to be able to defend in the playoffs? Like, yeah. What? When have we ever seen James Harden play well in the playoffs? So I want to build on that. I will say, obviously, you know, I don't like the Sixers. Somebody didn't say I hate the Sixers. Good rivalry with my team. Um, I've always enjoyed watching them, like when they had Simmons and being Marco Fultz. Like the past like four or five years, watching the Sixers has been a joy. It's it's pretty fun um, watching them get better and then get beat up in the playoffs. To build on what you're saying, though, as fun as they are in the regular season, as well as they might play together, Harden hasn't done shit in the playoffs. He blew a game seven against the Dubs that they easily could have won. And Embiid can't stay healthy. He runs out. Of, I mean, he looks like he's in great shape this regular season, but like he gets run up and down off the floor in in uh, in the playoffs. And we know it's a half court game, so they're not going to be getting these fast transition breaks like they are now. So, I mean, prove it in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, in Philly, and when they play good defenses, they're not going to get fouled as much. That, that was always the thing with Harden. Is Harden in the regular season, he'd have all these games where he plays shitty teams and shitty defenders yeah. who foul him all the time. You know, and and uh, that in, in in the playoffs, like when he would play the Warriors and he'd have legit defenders on, they wouldn't foul him. He'd do his same BS foul drawing stuff and they, they wouldn't foul him and he would be way less efficient. So I don't see that changing. Um, well, so I think I it got like, yeah, yeah, like round two or three goes to like six or seven. And then you have the great James Harden disappearing act of game six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I, I, that's what happened. I, I think that's bound to happen in either the, the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs or the, yeah. maybe the finals. Yeah. Like, I don't see them beating the Bucks. I don't see them. Dude, it would be think, so James Harden to get to the finals and then and then just completely shut down. <laughs> yeah, I don't see them. I don't see them beating the Nets, the Bucks. Uh, the Heat, I think, would be interesting. So I, I really think it's the Nets and Bucks are top tier, and then my next tier is the Sixers and Heat. I mean, I think everyone it, else, it's kind of a pretender. I will say it's pretty awesome though to see Joel and be like reach what we always thought and knew that he could be, especially now that he's in shape and like not getting run off the floor. I mean, and and watching him in person, like he puts the fear of God in 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 the other centers like <laughs> you have these other yeah. dudes who are like six eight to six ten and they want none of him so yeah i mean it's and, yeah. but the thing with the thing is with that jerry is that when you have uh in the playoffs when you're playing against him for seven games and you can you know create some strategy to yeah. double team and yeah. help off guys and really focus on him so the problem though like, is if you double be harder him, yeah but now the difference is now they have outside i mean 
they had a little bit of outside shooting, Kinda. right? With, yeah. with do they though? But, like, do you, do you really trust Tobias Harris and Max? No, no, no. Sheed Tobias Harris be... is terrible, dude. That yeah. you know, so Tobias who do you trust? So funny. Making... They're paying him thirty million dollars to do nothing. <laughs> that guy's yeah. so bad. <laughs> that's why. That's why I don't believe in them because because you've got Seibel. He's not going to be making shots in the playoffs. You've got Harris. You can't trust him. No, Maxi, we'll see. Um, Maxi's been so... good of late, but I also don't trust him in the playoffs. But I will say it's going to be hard. I was going to make the argument. I, yeah, you could throw a double at Embiid, but that's only going to work for so long until he finds an open heart. And then Harden's either going to dribble, drive, kick out, or an easy layup for two. So yeah, but I don't, I don't, who are they kicking it out to? Like, I don't think they're, it's not like they're kicking it out to Steph and Clay. They're not, they're not kicking it out to Chris Middleton and Drew Hall. Yeah, that's the top. They're kicking, like, they're yeah. kicking, you know. I mean, yeah, you should take your chance with Tobias in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not going to, yeah. when it comes down to it, no one's going to guard Seibel. Tobias Harris is going to get very little guarded, and and it's going to come down to Harden and Embiid needing to take over. I feel like we've I've been never seen the past couple of years, but like the NBA playoffs are shaping up to be an awesome, awesome run. And I think, gosh, this might be one of those years. Remember when the Raptors were on that run and they beat the Sixers and they beat the Bucks, and we were just like, what the f-? like this Raptors team is just winning. I feel like that's like what's going to happen in the East where. Where one is like the Cavaliers or the Bulls are just gonna go on this tear and make the finals be like, oh my god, like they've arrived. No, <laughs> uh, see, see, people are having that take, and I don't buy that take at all because I don't think the Bulls or the Cavs are any are like they're solid. But no, like, no I'm agreeing I, with you. I also don't think the Bulls or the Cavs are gonna make it. But I'm saying it's it's shaping up to be a year like that. Yeah, I mean. We'll see. I kind of think the Nets, like that's my take is that everyone's sleeping hard on the Nets. The Nets are kind of a super team and everyone, when the Nets go to the finals and win the finals, everyone's going to be like, we should have seen it coming. They had KD, they had Kyrie Irving, yeah. they had Ben Simmons, they had Seth Curry, they had Patty Mills, they had Goran Dragic. Like this team There's something loaded. to be said for a team that hasn't played together though. I feel like, gosh, I feel like this is one thing that we do. We're like, okay, the super team, like they should win it. But like, if you haven't seen it all year, like this is, the Nets are the same thing as the Chiefs were. This the year. Nets were good, Chiefs, though. So were the Chiefs. So what I'm saying is, like, obviously we know they're talented, but if you haven't actually done it on the court or on the field, and you should they be, were good, though. and you get... And, and then KD went dude, out. They were a big toe away from going to the finals and probably winning the finals. No, but I'm <laughs> they saying, are even, good. This, I'm saying even, good. Even, even this year, though, like, everyone, like, they, the Nets lost, like, I'm looking at it right now. When KD went out, they lost five they lost like 12 in a row like you know like before kd went out they were a top four seed for sure yeah and that's without and that's without you know Kyrie Irving playing pretty much any of it what do you think of the theory that Kyrie is going to be more well rested or like less miles yeah I I like I agree with that I don't think it's See, better for him, but I think no, that... No, I don't think I it think, matters for a guy like Kyrie. I think he has a whole season of wear or he's fresh. Like, I think he has the same, like, tricks and same yeah, moves. Like, yeah, I, don't think I he, agree. <laughs> See, I don't think it's negative. I don't think it's a negative thing that he hasn't been playing. Uh, no, but I don't think it's for, a positive his, to say, like, his legs are fresh. I think he would be, like, out there doing the same types of things. Like, I think his legs will be fresher. I think his legs will be fresher, but I also think that him playing with the team the whole year would have been an advantage, which they're losing out on. But I also do think his legs will be fresher, which is a little bit of an advantage in the other way. Overall, I think it's a little bit down, you know, negative side that he's not playing. But I, I like the Nets. Yeah, The Nets are, like, people are sleeping on the Nets. Um, 
We'll see, dude. They could get another buyout guy. You never know. Dude, I would love to if it comes down to it, another uh, Bucks Nets matchup. I mean, the seating would have to play out. A lot would have to happen for that to shape up, but a rematch there would be awesome. Maybe not yeah. for you as a Bucks fan, but <laughs> the mean. Bucks. See, my thing about the Bucks is the Bucks. We won our championship. So at this point, yeah, like, I yeah. want another, but we're good. Like, well, Giannis so look at got, the Dubs. You know? Yeah, yeah. So look at the Dubs dynasty that was the four or five years. They got two rings out of it. It's like if you get one ring in the course of like ten years well, now they in the got NBA, three. like you they got, got your ring. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Sorry, two. With, they got the two with Katie and the one before that. Then they got three and five years. Right, right. See, if you can so, tell me that the Bucks are going to win three finals, I would be like, I just like the. I don't think the Bucks are going to be a dynasty, and we got our championship. So, so as much like, as I'm, I like I'm, the I'm Giannis, content. like restaying being the hometown hero, the Mavs clearing out cap space for him a year ago to put Luca and Giannis together would have been amazing. I would have loved to see the league. So no, so lame. So lit. No, that's so lame. That's going for a dubs fan. What do you mean? So dude, think about, think about the dubs. Uh, So I have this whole thing about the dubs coming together to stop LeBron James's super teams. And like what LeBron had to do to counter that. I think it's like people are anti super team and I'm not, I like to see the super team be assembled, be hated, go through it. And then another team come in and try and take what their, their mantle. I love that. I I think it's different for each situation. Like, I think the fact that like the dubs, like people act like they were a super team because they, they had insane talent, obviously. Yeah. But what happened was it was one guy who left, his situation, like KD left Oklahoma City, one, because he was tired of playing with Westbrook, two, because he was trying to go to an actual city and not live in yeah. fucking Oklahoma City as well. Okay, but he went to the team so, that like, beat him. <laughs> yeah, but the he went Dubs to the 73 were, and nine, the, the best regular the season Dubs, team in history. The Dubs were easily the best situation for him to go to, is the thing. He got to live in the Bay Area, which he was probably yeah. trying to do. He got to yeah. play with unselfish superstars in a great system that he perfectly yeah. fit. Like, yeah. so. So I you're not saying anything was, revolutionary here. Like, yes, he went to the best, like the best option. He went to a 73 and yeah. nine team that had cap space for him. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not going to blame him, but for someone like Giannis to just like leave before he wins a championship to go to some random Dallas team with like one other decent good player. It's just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, well, okay, is Giannis I'm and not... Luka even going to win a championship? Like, I don't know yes. about that. Dude, like, yeah. Dude, Giannis won it with Middleton. He went with Luka. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but who else do the Mavs have? Who else would they need if they had Luca and Giannis? <laughs> you just put they'd be, dude, they'd you be put the Lakers. six other guys on LeBron. that team. <laughs> they'd be they'd be LeBron. No, they'd be a healthy. They'd be, they'd be a healthy younger Lakers, <laughs> which is which maybe, will win you a championship. They do. One, the Lakers want a chip like that. Yeah, I mean, one other thing I want to say is about uh is about in this thing is about Damian Lillard, which I was trying to talk about a okay. little earlier, but. But like everyone who's saying how Damian Lillard want is like needs to get out of Portland, I think that's a horrible take. Like Damian Lillard is Portland. If Damian yeah. Lillard ever won a championship in Portland, he would be the biggest star and sports star in Oregon history by far. Yes. So him him going to Brooklyn and winning a championship with KD would mean so much less than if he stayed in Portland and did it there. That to me, it's like he should stay and just be the face of the okay. Blazers. Like all of like, that is right, except he's not going to win a championship in Portland. <laughs> probably not. No, but like, so I'm agreeing with you. I think at this point in his career, you take the money, take the max deal, and you're just become Portland. Like, become yeah. Portland legend. Like, you had a great career. 
out everyone exactly. knows all-time great you would have won elsewhere and it's one of those it, dude he's basically like yes. this age is charles barkley like i'm with you but it's um, not even because charles barkley like flipped teams and stuff he's like like yeah he's okay a portland like legend like yes. you know like yeah and then if he ever like dude who knows like they could have a they have the pelicans pick this year they have their own pick like who knows they could they could get the next paul george i know but do you remember the, the, the season the season going into the bubble and the season after the bubble of Damian Lord, that was his peak. So like, it, yes, but he's still going to be great, but he's going to turn into a slightly better Kyle Lowry going forward. We're like, yeah, he's, still gonna he's show, also like, been, he's been hurt. He's getting a year off. We saw what a year off did to Steph. He came out last year and was so yeah. good. Like, no, Damian like, Lord still has a, like a lot left in the tank. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying he's on the downturn and, and, and like, yeah. that's relative. So like, he's still going to be a great player, like top 20 in the NBA. For a while. Yeah, I just like what the Blazers did. Everyone was ripping the Blazers for giving up like fringe rotation pieces for young players yeah. and picks. And I'm like, you really think Norman Powell is putting this well, team so on? It's you just going to be Roto tough though if you're putting... Dame, if you're drafting like 19 and 20 year olds and like waiting for them to develop. Like, but but also like you can with like you can sign guys with that money that you were spending on Roko and yeah. Powell. You can sign well, guys. Dude, okay, like, so you don't when need was the last spend. time you saw the Blazers lose an offseason, though? They're always winning those offseason transactions. I remember they got Robert Covington. Like, everyone's praising it's, I never liked Robert, <laughs> Robert Covington. Like, what they're going to do is they, like, hopefully they have a smart GM who's going to make some decent additions. And, yeah. and also, Anthony Simons is nice. I don't know. Yeah, if he's kind of coming him. into his own. He's yeah. very coming into his own. Like, he could be yeah. an all star next year. Like, yeah. he's nice. Um, which so would be great to replace CJ. Simons. So yeah, Simons is better than CJ is now. Like I don't think that's that close. Um, so yeah, I think Dame's playing with the best player he's ever played with, and in, in Simons, you you get a you get a few more young players uh, that you can develop yeah. with Simons, and then you sign some some free agents. You know, like kind of like the Warriors did with Otto Porter. Try yeah. to hit on a few of those like minimum like mid level dudes. They'll have cap space to sign maybe a not a star, but maybe you know someone kind of close to that I mean, level. You got to find the guy that's willing to go to Portland and team up with Dame. That's the yeah. tough part is getting in there. I mean, I would love to see it as well, but uh, yeah, I think they got some work to do to be competing. But uh, you want to touch on baseball real quick before we get out of here? Yeah, basically, I just don't see them coming up with a deal anytime soon. And the season's going to be shortened. And that's exactly what the owners want. They don't want 162 games. They want like 140 games. And that's what they're going to do. And it's just like they're not coming to an agreement because of that. So, well, I mean, why is it an adventure of the owners to get 140 games? I'm all for 100 games. Like, I like a shortened baseball season. It keeps it interesting. But Because they don't, they don't want to pay the players. Like, they want what they're going to oh, do is man. keep the players locked out and then pay them yeah. for 140 games instead of 160. Like they think that those extra 20 games, they're not going to bring in much more revenue than they would have just, you know, playing 140. Yeah, They'll save good. money on the player's salary. What about the TV uh, rights? Yeah. That's our, that already paid for. I don't know the ins and outs of the baseball TV. Like, so I think the local TV money is going to be impacted a little bit, but I think yeah. the national ones, like they'll probably put some more games on. Um, which is why it's the same it. thing with the COVID season. They didn't start that season because they wanted to, they wanted to delay it as much as yeah. possible as well. Dude, I, yeah, it's interesting. I saw there was a whole thing that they're trying to argue about the luxury tax, but I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of the baseball CBA. There's, like, there's so much. That's a, that's the thing. There's so much with the baseball CBA. 
you got this whole problem with arbitration where all these guys are basically in the primes of their careers, ages like 23 through 28, and they're not yeah. making any money. And then they hit free agency and no one wants to pay them because they know that they're not going to be good in a few years. So there's that whole issue. They want to move the arbitration up. So you, you hit free Dude, agency they earlier. I mean, they should. I mean, but the I owners obviously don't want that. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, flavor. I get the different sides, but I hope the players come out on that one. Like it makes sense to pay them. Yeah. And then there's the whole luxury tax thing. Like, Versus a salary cap, like the players don't want a salary cap. Obviously, the owners do. Um, there's well, so I saw the whole I saw issue that, of, I think of minor that responded that the the luxury tax is ask, acting like a salary cap, where like only one or two teams went into the luxury tax, and if you get whacked with the penalty after two or three years, so like you are below that, so it's essentially like a de facto salary cap. Basically, yeah, but uh, there, I feel like there's there's always a few teams that are willing to go over like cough, the, cough, some players cough cough yankees yeah i mean cough cough used to be red Sox until this new ownership yeah when we team. actually spent money until we <laughs> traded rookie i wish we were still cough cough team now we're just give shit away team <laughs> yeah but um yeah and then it's a lot they, they also want a floor like because in baseball, you've got some of these teams like the Rays. Like the Marlins, like, dude, yeah. The yeah, Rays, their entire, yeah, yeah, their entire yeah. payroll will be less than like Max Scherzer's The pre-World Series. <laughs> dude, the pre-World Series, Houston Astros. Yeah, there's some teams that... Dude, the, the bad baseball teams they put out on the field should not be like allowed to be televised. <laughs> yeah. When, so it's, yeah. it's just a whole messed up thing, and I think it's going to take a little while for it to get resolved. So I'm not counting on baseball being back until probably May at the earliest. Yeah. So. I like that. Though. All right. So, yeah, chill. Shortened season isn't the worst thing. But I'm trying to go to some April games. Live right near the Giants Stadium. Yeah, yeah. That sounds so. about right for you. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Well, it was good uh, podding today, and uh, stay tuned for more of the Tosh and Jerry podcast. Don't forget to go check out our Instagram and spread the word. Share the podcast with one some of your friends, and uh, we greatly appreciate that. So, Jerry. Good talking to you and to TV Sports is signing off the mic.